0: everyone. Welcome to Brilliant Observations, where our observations are sometimes brilliant. This is Jessica Kufferman. With me always is John Buchanis and Matt. Nope. Melissa Brilliant. Why did I say hey. Matt? That was
1: weird. Matt, Matt Brilliant. Matt Brilliant.
0: Izzy Brilliant and me so Brilliant.
1: Um, uh, we just took Will Be Brilliant to the vet today and just for an annual. And he has a gaping hole on his backside right now that is both bleeding and pussing. And it is... Fucking, the show's over. <laughs> it's so gross. You just went for a regular annual visit. and she said, How
0: come you don't have your own vet? Like, you should just have your own vet. I mean, for your own three dogs, you just need a veterinarian, like an in-house veterinarian, like a nanny. But for the dogs.
2: How did you not know that your dog had a festering whole hole? Pus hole and oh, she
1: knew. He had a cyst, which was a scab, but she gave him the full exam and the scab came off and there was a gaping <laughs> hole. And she said, I can, <laughs> Jessica took her headphones off. She said, I can go, it's a, it's a sebaceous cyst. I could get in there and t- I see tell the edges. I, I see the edges. I could take the whole thing out right now. She said, no. actually, she told me she resented Dr. Pimple Popper. I love Dr. Well, Dr. People- Pimple Popper. I know, but this woman has made a career out of of this activity, and she's a bajillionaire just for doing what my vet does right. on a regular basis for a hundredth of the price. So,
2: well, your vet should actually put up a video channel. Can and I start come back, doing. nod your heads. Yeah, go ahead. Come on back.
1: Um, yeah, she should.
0: Jessica had K-9. to
2: take her headphones off because she can't handle this. So not I only guess, that, but
0: I could not get them far enough away from my ears. <laughs> It was still too loud.
2: So I am a huge fan of Dr. Sandra Lee, who's uh, a.k.a. Dr. Pimple Pimple Popper. Popper.
0: Ow, yeah, Pimple Popper. Okay, so
2: I followed her on YouTube, and now she has her own show on TLC, and I love that stuff. So your vet, if she does that all the time, if she puts up, I guarantee, if she filmed that and put that up on a YouTube channel, millions of views. Millions of views. All doctors.
1: You know, all doctors do that all the time. What? But for vets, you know, you're doing it to animals, and I, I'm horrified by that. So. Well, you're what, but healing yeah, she, animals? So she cleaned them out. What's that?
2: You're healing animals, and that horrifies you? I mean, these doctors no, are doing no. this to, to heal them. It's not a...
1: I don't mind seeing human blood and human things, but on an animal, I don't know, it just affects me differently. I, really? I can't really explain why. yeah. I, because they're so helpless and they're, they don't understand. And you can tell a child or a grown-up, this is what's happening. Oh, I see this what is how talking. long it's going to hurt. This is uncomfortable. It'll be over. In a, and an animal is just like, what the fuck are you doing to my butt? Like it's, right. And it's not his butt. Don't get crazy. It's just on his his lower back, You know, like a tramp stamp that he now has two staples in his, his back that Stuart's going to take out in 10 days because it was so big they had to staple him shut.
2: That's interesting, though.
1: Um. So,
0: don't you think they have a feeling when they go to the vet that they they already know something's wrong and that they're there to have it fixed? You don't think they're smart enough to be no. like, no, right? Because this is where, no,
1: no, no. Mm-mm. I don't. I think they go there and they're like, mommy, 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 and they crawl up your pant leg and they wait and then they're weighed and all. That's when shit went sideways for Willby today. But like John said, you know, I took him to the right person and i I have a question for you and a little bit of of the the right guy for that the I've got a guy for that i've I've actually talked about it before here, but first, mm-hmm. I know John, you have another podcast of hate the weight and and we talk about you know everything we eat all the time, everything that goes in our mouths and for me, it's everything that comes out our butt like we talk about all that stuff and i I want to know if you on scale etiquette do you do you talk to yourself before you step on the scale for the first time in the morning? Because I will say, okay, if it's over this number, I can whatever. If it's over that number, please don't be – like do you have an internal dialogue before you get on the scale? You know
0: that's like a version of um, eating disorder if you're bargaining with your scale and giving yourself permission to do things based on the number. That's not healthy. Don't do that.
2: All right. So what Jessica just said is kind of true. So I used to weigh myself every day. I don't. The only time I weigh myself is right before I do the hate to weight podcast. I get up in the morning, I do all the things. I take the lint out of my belly button. I make sure I do number two. Two pounds right there. Number right. one. Exactly. And then I step on the scale. And And to be honest with you, it used to really affect me on what that number was. All that is doing is measuring mass. It doesn't measure fat. If I weighed myself on Monday, I knew I had the podcast on Thursday. If the, the scale wasn't... Where I wanted to be, I would not eat until Thursday. I would do everything. Oh, my
1: God. You could do that?
2: No. So what it would do is it would start to fuel my eating addiction. Now, I have an eating addiction. I use food to medicate. Like alcoholics use alcohol, and drug users use drugs. I eat food. Now, I don't know where that came from. My whole family has addictive personalities on both sides. So I guess my drug of choice is food.
1: Then you know exactly where it came from.
2: Right. So... I used to get on a scale, and it would be, fuck, what? I did everything right. Why is the scale not moving? Now, it could be a bunch of things. So I agree with Jessica. You cannot get on that scale and look at that because it doesn't tell you it could. you could be retaining water. Plus, also, it's not the boss
0: of your life. You're the boss of your life. You don't have to bargain with your scale in order to eat this or that. You're either going to eat it or you're not. If you do eat it after you've promised the scale you wouldn't, then you just have more reason to hate yourself. Like, why would you even... Talk to the scale like it's a person anyway. You're the
1: person. Well, I do it in my head, and I say if, if I'm past this number, like, Kill let's, that not person. Ha- no, let's not have dessert this week. Let's do a dessertless week. Let's just eat, do our regular days, but I don't need to eat the Ben & Jerry's that I bought for the kids. I don't need to help them finish that off. Like, I, I have to be more If conscious. I could
2: tell you anything, Melissa, I would say just if you're healthy, stop getting on the scale. If your clothes fit stop getting on the scale. If you look good in your clothes, stop getting on the scale. Listen, if I stand in front of a mirror naked, I look like a melted candle. I'm on record of Me saying too. that. All right. So it's not that. I mean, we're over 40 now. All of us are over 40. I'm running up on 60. Things start to droop. Things start to sag. Just We're not going to look like we'd looked when we were in our 20s. It's, that, that ship has sailed.
0: If your scale says 103 or 203, you're still the same person on the inside, so why get angry well, at what it says? again,
2: it's it's health. If you're healthy, then I say don't worry about the scale. If you're close No, but the number
0: fit. affects me. I get annoyed if it's over a certain amount, but it's been over that certain
2: amount for 20 years now. Okay, so. but I think what <laughs> happens with Jessica, I know what happened with me is if you ignore being or eating disorders or overeating, or carrying too much fat around on you for a certain amount of times, it turns around to where you become unhealthy. And that's where I am. And I always say to other people that if you're using food to medicate, there's other ways of doing this. This whole diet, you know, eat less, move more, works for some people. Other people, it does not. There's a certain section of our population that doesn't work for. As far as I'm concerned, the medical profession does not treat it correctly because there's Uh, psychological and physical. And for some reason, those two paths do not cross. We we don't touch the one or the other. So unfortunately...
1: They're both not addressed. You either attack one or the other. It's never like a whole person, which, by the way, as a teacher in education, you have to teach the whole child. There's a whole... It's out there in every other profession. Why isn't it when it comes to people and the weight loss concept of psychological, physiological? Like, it's a whole package. I wonder why it's not usually address that way
2: you know it's funny i uh last episode of hate to wait we had an eating coach on from britain and i'm starting to talk to her about eating and she's going to dive in and dig in with me and i want to see if it helps because nothing else has helped
1: i will start listening more closely to that podcast to see if that's uh if that's helpful
2: it's funny because she has a thing on her website where you can go listen to it. it's a 15 minute kind of meditation no her name is harriet I can't remember her last name, and I apologize, Harriet. Tubman. No! <laughs> Harriet, uh, it's, it's the eating, uh, she's the eating coach. She has, a, she has a podcast, the Eating Coach Podcast. And anyhow, so uh, she has a, a thing on her website. It's a 15-minute uh, meditation, and I put it on my phone at night when I go to sleep. I've never made it to the end. It knocks me out like a, like a sleeping Perfect. pill. Yeah, so it's, you know, there's things that you can do. Weight loss is... You can address it in several different ways. The scale is not the tell-all be-all, and I think nice. that if you're doing that, stop it, stop it right okay. now.
1: <laughs> Cut it out! Knock it off! Knock That's it off! I tell my kids, "Knock it off!" Yes. Um, okay, moving on. Have you heard the new Weezer album?
2: I've never heard a Weezer album. How dare you!
1: I think you are really missing out. First of all, their new album is Piecemeal coming out and is so far great. I've only heard the first two songs. I love them. But they did an album of covers called the Teal album. And it's Toto's Africa, which has been out for a while. They do Everybody Wants to Rule the World. They do Sweet Dreams, Take on Me, Happy Together, Paranoid. Come on.
2: So they turn into a cover band.
1: They did No Scrubs.
2: They're a cover band now. You can see them in your local mall. No,
1: they just did one album of covers. They are fantastic.
2: I think back in the days when Beavis and Butthead was on MTV, the one kid, the one weird kid always wore a Weezer t-shirt. And the story, the funny story about that was that lead singer of Weezer did something to make Mike Judge mad. And then he made the kid wear, like the nerdy kid wear a Weezer t-shirt all the time. And that was his way of getting back at the lead singer of Weezer. So ever since then, I just have never really been a Weezer fan. I don't think I've ever heard well, of Yeah, you haven't. should
1: listen. I think, you'd, I think you'd like them. All right, I I'll do. check it out. If it helps you, you could start with the Teal album, which is just covers, and then move on. But they, they're they're actually really good, and it's super enjoyable and very mood-setting. I like them. Well, it's they're like awesome.
2: Nickelback. Like People don't like Nickelback Ooh. for some reason. I always
1: thought Weezer
0: was kind of overrated like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, the Rolling Stones. Not really that great of a band, are they? I don't even know what to no. say to that. They're not, they're not that great of a band, but everyone goes. They kind of bonkers. are. No, mm-hmm. they're not. Though.
1: They're average. Well,
0: they're definitely not. I
1: think Rush is average, and they're not that great of a band. Rush is
0: comprised of three of the greatest musicians of all time, so that's impossible.
2: I say Rush yeah, is hard. So, I don't whether like Whether you Rush like either. their
0: music or not. You cannot deny that they are deny the best me. drummer and the two deny. best guitarists of all time.
2: I know deny, he's deny a, he's a great drummer. I'll deny give him it. That. it. I know I I just, that. Can't.
0: I just you cannot I just unless you've actually did. heard him drum on a long time.
2: Here's the problem no, with I'm Rush. Sorry. Rush. The problem with Rush is the singer. I don't like the singer. I don't like the songs. The music might I be don't great. But the songs are horrible. And I've, I've been on record saying that Rush loosens my stool. So there you go. Oh,
1: now, no. Yeah. Voices carry. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't get it. I don't like it. And we can agree to disagree. That is something we really figured out this past week, that we as humans can agree to disagree. And it's not you against me. It's just we agree to disagree.
2: Will Farrell just did something where he's got a podcast. Will Farrell has a podcast.
1: That you, as, that you will never listen to.
2: Wait, it's as Ron Burgundy. So he does a podcast as the character Ron Burgundy.
1: From and
2: Anchorman. in uh, a Facebook group called Podcasts We Listen To, Adam from Odd Dad Out said, you know, he brought this to the attention, and he, and, or someone brought it to the attention, and Adam says, I don't find Will Farrell funny. And I said, <gasps> I don't either.
1: He's what? your buddy.
2: Right. So with that, a guy comes in and goes, this is, perfect. This is a perfect segue for this. The guy comes in and says... Well, that's uh, the definition of old. Two people that don't find something funny. So, and I said to myself, you know what? Here's the problem. It's not because I'm old. It's because I don't like Will Ferrell. And here's the other problem for young people. Once someone disagrees disagrees with your opinion, now what we have here is you have to take and put me in a group of people so you can dismiss me. So that way, your your opinion is correct. Well, here's the thing about opinions. I can have one. You can have one. And it doesn't matter. I cannot like Will Ferrell. You can like Will Farrell. And life will go on, okay? You don't have to disprove me that I think he's horrible, and I'm not going to try to disprove you. Go If you want to go watch Will Ferrell, buy all his stuff, go to all his movies, by all means. But I don't get it. I just don't We can don't disagree,
1: get it. and it's okay.
2: Yeah, exactly. We can not disagree. Not everybody
1: worships Paul Simon the way I do. We agree to disagree. Those it's fine. Those
2: are idiots, though. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> Atta girl. Atta girl. No,
1: no. Bring it right there's, around. There's... It should be accepted. There's just a need to accept people for our differences. We don't need to share all of our opinions. We don't have to be on the same page. That's what makes everything interesting, that Listen, we're not.
0: You don't have to like Rush, but you have to understand he's the greatest drummer of all time. I don't care if this conversation is not over until you admit it, because it's true. No, it's not. So
1: this conversation is perpetual, then, because I disagree. You
0: can't. Who's better than Neil Peart at uh, uh, drumming? Name one. Name one. He's a good drummer, but guess you what? You can't name anybody better. You just it, can't. Dave, girl, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he wishes you could have the best guard in the National Football League on a team, and doesn't make it the best team. You can have the best drummer in the band Rush, that does not make it. I will it a, give you all right. So he's a great drummer. I've watched. I've watched videos of him. He's surrounded by drums, and he plays the every uh, limb xylophone yeah, in a different
1: just, beat, in a different it's, direction. Who's it's that like, Def Leppard one arm dude? No, what? First of all, that's Metallica.
2: Now it's Def Leppard.
1: No, it's not. It's
2: Def Leppard. Let Steph Def Leppard.
0: Me. Doesn't Lars have one arm as well? No. What? No. no. He's just a shit. You know what? I think I've had this conversation with Scott, and he laughed and went, no, he's just a shitty drummer.
2: <laughs> the guy from Def Leppard uh, lost his arm in a car crash, but he still drums.
1: Yeah, like crazy.
2: Yeah, well, it's because he uses his feet now. Like, he's got, like, all these Stop pedals it. on the
1: that's how he, it. That's how he oh, does yeah, it. Oh, yeah, pedals, yes, yes, pedals, yes. No,
2: he doesn't put a drumstick between his toes and drum.
1: <laughs> that's what I thought you were saying. No, he does
2: not do that. But he overcame. Right, we
1: can agree to disagree. Yes,
2: exactly. Except we don't
0: agree to disagree.
2: Well, y- yes. I agree that you
0: guys don't know what you're talking about. I know. Okay. So you're like fine. that guy we're in done. Facebook. Okay, 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 okay.
1: That's fine. Rumor has it there's a desire to make day after the Super Bowl... A national holiday.
2: Okay, this is stupid on so many reasons. Why does so many reasons Super Bowl have to be on Sunday? Why don't they make it on Saturday? Saturday, people can have all these parties. They can recover on Sunday and then go to work on Monday. Why do we have to have the Super Bowl on Sunday? They don't why play. Why can't
1: it? we have it at noon?
2: Why? Well, here's why: because in California, it's nine o'clock in the morning. So, so what? Guess what? Well, who wants to get up and drink and have a Super Bowl party at nine o'clock in the morning? I, I listen, if you're going to do it at eight o'clock at night, which is fine because it's five o'clock on the West Coast, then do it on a Saturday. You play NFL games on Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Why does the Super Bowl have to be on Sunday? It makes no sense whatsoever.
1: I get you're triggered by that whole thing. And it's, a, it's an issue for you. Consider My it issue trigger. isn't that it's on the wrong day at the wrong time. My issue that it's a fucking stupid request, because if Election Day, a day on which our country is based on choosing our leaders, isn't a fucking national holiday. It should be, some stupid ass day, like Ugh. let's play a game for a bunch of meatheads who make too much money for almost killing themselves and getting brain damage. Can make, become a holiday is fucking ridiculous. So let's talk about Election Day being a national holiday first. I
2: understand why you're triggered, but here's the thing about <laughs> holidays. Here's the thing about Election Day. It starts at six o'clock in the morning and it goes till eight o'clock at night. Anybody that works at any time can have, find a reason to go vote.
1: It doesn't start at six. I'm not in done the morning. talking.
2: I'm not done talking. You well, can also wrong. take. That's not true. <laughs> here it starts at six o'clock this. in the morning and it goes till eight o'clock at night here.
0: It should be a national holiday.
2: Why? Why does it need because to be our a national election
0: Because we the... need to be, make it easier for people to
2: vote. I guarantee you, right now, I would love to make this happen. I would guarantee you that if they make this a national holiday, that the forty-seven percent of the people that vote would be still the forty-seven people that percent no, of people wrong. vote. The reason, people would... reason you, the reason how can you say I'm wrong? You part... have no idea. Care. It's never the been done. The reason that yet. a
1: certain party will always request that it is not a national holiday is because if you make it an opportunity for everyone to vote the voters that more of the voters that aren't voting because they need to go to their job. It doesn't open here until seven. Um, It doesn't open at six in the morning. That would be fantastic. But it's city. It's people who need their jobs and who cannot make it and who cannot get there to vote that are losing out on those. And those votes are not going to be for a certain party that doesn't want these people out to vote. It didn't even make sense as it came out of my head. So I will Lay it out better. Minorities and poor people are not represented equally to their numbers in voting. And that is because they have to go to jobs that make it difficult for them to get to vote.
2: They have an absentee ballot
1: and now they have it that you're going to need ID and in cities for both minorities and for poor people and people who don't drive because you don't need to in cities. They don't have a driver's license or a state ID or all these other forms of identification that you need to now present to vote. So it's really discrimination against an entire class of people who would not be voting for them in the first place. I'm
2: glad we're not getting political, but see here in New Jersey, in New Jersey. All right, never
1: mind. That's You you
2: opened up the door. Let me step through. Please don't. So in New Jersey, you go and you have a signature because you sign. All right? So you don't have to have ID here in New Jersey. All you have to do is sign. They look at your signature from before and your signature now, and they go, okay, and off you go into the ballot box. You don't need ID. But here's the thing that we really should do in this country. There is a way to be able to make it. You can do everything on your phone. There is should be a way you could make it easier for everybody to vote. Not everybody has a phone, but everybody could get a chance to vote. The problem is a lot of people are just disgruntled with everything. And he just said, it doesn't matter what vote I make. It doesn't matter. So why should I even bother? And that's a sin. I think
1: the last elections have really cured that up as being false. But I totally agree. It should be You should be able to vote online. Um, That would be fantastic. And just so you know, right now you have a signature here in New Jersey, here in Pennsylvania, but that's not what they're pushing for. They're pushing for a law that requires you to have a special ID to go in to vote, to show an ID, a driver's license
2: to vote. Okay, well, why if that – okay, so – I mean, I'm here to fix the country and the world, so I will give you my opinion. If you're going to do that, no, I that, liked your
1: opinion about voting on your phone. That was fantastic. Can we agree to agree? Okay, That'd be
2: amazing. But I'm just saying, let's go with their thing. If they're going to make you have an ID to vote, then what you would do is you would just go get a voter ID with a picture on it. Like you have a voter, I have a, a voter. I mean, an there's ID. ways of making
0: sure that it's on your
2: a, phone that you're who you say you are, or we wouldn't be able to log into our bank. I can register my car. I can pay all my bills. I can do all kinds of things on my phone. Don't tell me they can't make it where you can vote on your phone.
0: They, they can. They don't want to because right now it's very skewed towards upper middle class people who can take off the time.
1: And they like that. Republicans, yeah, they there I said it, yeah. they like that. They don't want everybody They don't want, every, to they don't want all those
0: black people and, and
2: Hispanic people to be able to vote. That would be bad for them. So they don't. Uh, it
1: wouldn't work in their favor.
2: I want everybody right. to vote. I think no matter you how too. you
1: gerrymander.
2: Right. I want everybody to vote. Okay? I'm, I'm for everybody to vote. So there you go. Agreed. So there you go. Proof you're not
0: racist. Is that what you're saying?
1: Please have Election Day a national holiday. Oh, okay, it's wait, wait hang on I a second. I already knew
2: that. Let me just say this. If Election Day is a national holiday, so you're telling me everybody gets the day off? That's not true. Because the people at McDonald's will still work on a national holiday. That people, The school people will get off. All the white people, upper class people that you are just talking about, they get the day off. All the poor people still have to work. So, really, it does nothing.
1: Just so you know, it's not just the poor people. If it's a national day off, my husband still needs to go to work because right. some asshole is still going to get in a car accident and he's going to have to put him back together. Exactly. And yeah, there are people who work. But what we're saying is if it were a national holiday, the people who are underrepresented because they can't get out to vote would be better represented.
2: Why can't they get out to vote?
1: John. They're really? Because
2: they can't take off work because well, they, they don't OK, have... so if it's if a national holiday, you still think they're going to be able to get off from work? No. So it does nothing. Yes, they would. And they would be paid, hopefully. They're not going to get paid. The same they don't get job, paid? No. And if they make it a national holiday, they're not going to get paid. Are you sure? I'll guarantee it.
1: If a factory closes for the holiday, they, and if they're not an hourly worker, they would get paid.
0: I mean, I would hope that they would. You don't know. We don't know. We can argue about it all day. We don't know.
2: Why is it that we don't know? I know. Martin Luther King is a national holiday. If you work at McDonald's and you go to work that day, they don't pay you. They don't pay every employee for Martin Luther King's Day. It's a national holiday. They're not going to pay you. In, it's the dumbest right, idea you I've ever heard. talked about
1: shift work. Speaking of shift work, <laughs> I hear that there are 25 dying professions that you should avoid.
2: Yeah? Mm. Is podcasting one of them?
1: Um, probably. No, it it probably, be it's That's not. probably the most growing most. All right. mm-hmm. What are the 25 dying professions that you should avoid?
2: Oh, I can't wait to hear. Let's see. Well, the first one is travel agents. Travel agents because now they have all these things on your phone. These smartphones have killed so many industries. So the one thing is you a travel agent. You don't need a travel agent anymore. You can do everything on your phone.
1: Have you ever used a travel agent?
2: No, never. I Not have. once. Have you? No. My yeah.
1: mother-in-law just hired a travel agent because she wants to take us all to Montego Bay in, uh, next Christmas.
0: I'm a little too controlling to be comfortable with a travel agent, but that's just me.
2: And then the okay. second one is mortgage brokers. Because again, there's all these things that you can do on your phone, on the internet, that you don't need them anymore. Bookkeepers, same thing with the computers and now...
1: Is that like an accountant? What are we talking here? Are you talking More... like TurboTax? Mm. Are you talking somebody who pays your employees?
2: What what kind of bookkeeper? No, well, like right now they have a thing called QuickBooks. And what yes. you do is you just enter your... Everything Correct. in the QuickBooks, and now you don't need a bookkeeper because you're doing it yourself. And who I wish this would really be true, but they're saying lawyer. A lot of the work they do or used to do is quickly being taken over by technology. Oh, my God, how sweet that would be.
1: Is that like wills and what's yes. that site that gives you lawyer,
2: um, but they're not lawyers? I can't remember the name of that site now, but yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: So it's, it's online. Yeah. But you're still not going to go to court with a robot. Like, you still, there's still a That's need for That's where lawyers. you
2: need a lawyer, right? But how much, how much money can they – again, you're in trouble. You should be able – you have a lawyer that can represent you, but it costs a, a small fortune. And who can afford that? So who stays out of jail and who goes to jail? The poor and middle class on whole go to jail a lot more than the super rich. Correct. Because they can, they can buy their way out of it.
1: We'll fix that system when, on our next We'll show podcast. them
2: – yeah, when we all get uh, election day off with pay.
1: Yeah, that's when we'll do it.
2: Uh, broadcasters, more and more listeners prefer streaming <sighs> their local music during drive time, so disc jockeys. Radio is basically dying a slow death because why do you need it anymore? I don't listen to radio it's at really all.
0: It's really not. I can't stand when people do this. Well, okay.
2: It's not dying. Th- because well. why do you s- you say that because they're still there, but they're not what they used to be. And the That other- doesn't
0: mean they're dying. It just means
1: I
2: listen they're not the what they radio. used to be.
1: I listen to serious satellite radio. Does that count?
0: They're not. I mean, because you know why I say that? Because 20 years ago when I started in digital advertising at the newspaper, they said newspapers were dying a slow death. And that's still true 25 years later.
2: Yeah, they're they're dying a slow death.
0: All right. But it's taking them a long time.
2: And because of technology and the Internet, now they can take uh, their music and put it in different cities at the same time where they couldn't do that before. So jobs are shrinking. Disc jockeys are not. You know, before you needed six dish, let me see. Yeah, six dish jockeys to do a daytime. All right, plus the weekend. So you needed these people to be on air. You don't need that anymore. You have all these systems. You can just have a board up in there that you can pay minimum wage. And then they play the music. And then, or they have systems now where they just set it up, commercials in there. They just have one kid, you know, dumping everything in there and it just rolls automatically. What's next? Middle managers. You're going to cut out the middleman because he doesn't do anything except add cost.
1: It just means the people at the high and the low are doing more work. Um, Exactly. And that's fine. So the next one's casino cashier. That's one where don't you just put a card in a machine and it just gives you cash? Yep, that's it. Robots are taking over the world, John.
2: Yes, they are. See, told you.
0: (laughs) I don't want to get paranoid.
1: What happens when the robots break? Wait, hold on.
0: What happened to the damn, what's happening?
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Dying professions. That what we're, that's what we're discussing, right? Oh dying professions.
1: What's happening? Did you just stroke out?
0: Welcome, Jessica.
2: Welcome to the program. <laughs> Did you just stroke out? We're on number eight. No, what but ha- I
0: haven't been following the slide, so I thought you were just making small talk until we got to it. Okay, never mind. More so when the, the
1: robots die and they need support, it says IT supports another one that's dying, John. I what, mean,
2: what? wait a minute. That makes that sense. That doesn't know because IT is just internet. You need robot repairmen. When the robots break down, you need robot repairmen.
1: So that's a different article. Jobs nah. that are up and coming: oh, robot repairmen. That's
2: right. You're Did you to...
1: skip some on here? I don't think so. No, you talked about lawyers. Yes. Yeah.
2: Welcome to the program.
0: She
1: because here's out. what: well, Can I say something about lawyers? Then? <laughs> oh sure. Let's rewind time. Whatever. I'll skip it. No. no, we're turning back time for you. We're suspending <laughs> what we know. <laughs> um, I have
0: needed some law stuff, like when I started my agency and stuff, and um, I just downloaded it from like Rocket Lawyer. I've not needed an actual lawyer in person ever.
1: Just saying. That's great. That feeds this article perfectly.
2: All right. Financial all right, planners, because now everybody, due to the internet, these all these jobs are being taken away by...
0: I disagree with this one because financial planners are good at figuring out, like, once you die, you need someone to either invest it or guide you or tell you what it is to be a trustee. That shit's complicated. Okay. I don't agree with the next one either. Who's going to design flowers?
2: Yeah, who's going to put all the flowers in the vase? Me? That's not happening. I don't know how minute. to do that. It
0: says, blame the internet and it's burgeoning business of flower delivery. So what? They just shove it in a paper bag? You still have to make a pretty thing, don't you?
2: What happens? It makes to the, no yeah, sense. You have to put it in a vase. You got to put that, that white stuff. That don't make no sense. Stuff. That doesn't make any sense. You're right.
1: I think John wrote the next one. Post the workers.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I if When do we get to boycott the mail and opt out? I opt out,
1: people. I don't See? want the mail ever I the again. I so my son took the PSATs and the ACT and he's he's on lists now that he has filled out those bubbles and put the Scantron forms through and his scores his very preliminary scores have gone everywhere. They've gone to every school everywhere and now in the mailbox from every school as small as Homeschool College 101 To like Duke are sending him letters saying, look how great our school is. Don't you want to be in our school? Send us your transcripts. Look what we offer. Look at all these programs. So the mail is what my son is looking forward to every single day because his name is all over it.
2: Uh, Photo processors, digital photography. Can you buy film anymore? Is it even possible?
1: What if you want to give someone a
0: photo? Who's going to print it out?
2: You can go to your local store and buy printer paper. No, but you can also do it online, but I'm saying someone still has to do it, right? Uh, Yeah, I guess they can, but is there any – you don't do it on film. What you do – I think now, like, say you wanted to print out pictures. You would send your file via internet to, I don't know, Walgreens, Walgreens, somewhere like that, and they'll print them up, and then you can get – and they'll either mail them to you or you can go pick them up.
1: Apple does it too. Everybody does it. They'll print it for you and send it to you.
2: Remember when we used to have photo mats? There's just this little tiny thing in the middle of a shopping center you used to pull in up a to. In parking
1: them. lot. Yeah, yeah, and you'd
2: drive up to it and you'd give them your film and then you'd go back like four or five days later and well, pick it up.
1: How about when they weren't there?
0: What about the movie about uh, Robin Williams as a psycho film oh, developer? Killer. Do you guys remember killer. that? No, was I don't, he don't remember Killer that one.
1: too? He, he was
0: something. He was a murderer. <laughs> I don't know what it was very was. disturbing. Was scary, I know that. That
2: was kind of creepy. Data entry clerks.
0: Creepy,
2: creepy. Well, I mean, all office admins due to the, you know, personal computer, laptop, computer. You don't need That's them. anymore.
0: That's gonna be a long time from now because there's a thousand people that don't wanna type shit in themselves. Right. Well themselves.
2: Telephone switchboard Wh- Who's operators? gonna
0: do I'm just saying, like this is very cute. But it doesn't say who's going to do it it says these workers are expected to be the hardest hit but it doesn't necessarily oh it says we're processing voicemail on the internet it means we end up doing right, a lot dragging, of tasks.
1: dictate yeah we
0: don't though I don't no one is doing it it's either someone does it or no one does it I would kill to have a that's bullshit
1: I think this one's already gone, John. Telephone switchboard operators. I think yeah, that's that already press one for this. Those people yeah. are non-existent anymore. They right.
0: Yeah. I hate that. I don't think they exist. I, I still you would rather.
2: Yeah, I, no, I'd rather have a, I hate the strong automated strong. test, you know, press one for this. Let me try to, let's have this voicemail try to troubleshoot what you're doing. It just happened the other day. I bought a coffee maker because I wanted a coffee maker down here in the studio. And it lasted a week. Now, what happened was, I was getting things set up, and it took me like two weeks to get everything set up. And then I finally took it out and put it up and got it working. It was week three. And then it worked for two weeks and then quit. And then I was like, oh, that's great. So then I waited a week to do it. So now it's four weeks. Now I can't return it. Now now I'm on some kind of uh, telephone hell with Mr. Coffee about how we're going to try to fix this. Now they're like, well, can you pack it up and send it back to us? I was like, dude, first of all, I threw the box out, number one. It's a $14 coffee maker. Okay, what do you want me to do? It cost me more in postage to send it to you and for you to ship it back. How about you either just say, tell me to go F myself, number one, and buy a new one or number two, just ship me one.
0: Speaking of how I accidentally X'd out this article and it's two clicks for every slide and now I want to kill myself.
1: We I'm not clicking at all. Farmers and ranchers are next because how are you
0: seeing it without clicking through? I'm
1: swiping up. Farmers and ranchers are next, and they are just because of technology. But John, the next one after that is fast food cook.
2: (gasps) What? Yeah, because all you got to you don't need a cook. All you need is somebody to throw the burgers on the grill, and then they almost they flip themselves like they, they both sides come down. And then Aww. they and they cook that way, and then they come back At out. And
1: five guys.
0: I thought that's it would be because works. they're they're getting those things from Star Trek, where they just like synergize the food. Oh my god!
2: Wouldn't them. it be nice to have one of those uh, replicators? So
0: I would love that. Yeah,
1: I want, I need one of those newspaper reporter. Why do I feel like that? you
2: weren't amused by that joke, Melissa?
1: I think you're hilarious. I just want to get through this. I got lots more to talk about. <laughs> well, we don't Fine. have to do all
2: these. The newspaper reporter, I don't. I, I, OK, so newspapers we talked about earlier are dying. But here's the thing. We do need reporters. I think now more than ever, we need people that will actually go out and report and gather information. Yeah, how's that
0: to be automated? That makes no you sense. You can't
2: really do that. And uh, there's a whole thing about me in the news right now. I just can't stand the news industry because they don't give you the facts without some kind of slant. And true. I think that the problem with that is that everybody trusts the media like they're ju- like they're supposed to be this honorable society, and they, like everybody else, are just trying to get you to click through something or listen to this. You read a headline and you say, "Well, they wouldn't put print this if it's not true," and the headline is just to get you to fi- fire it up so you'll read the article, and then once you read the article, you realize it wasn't even that big of a deal.
0: I would like to predict instead. That Much like campaign regulation, there's going to be, after this presidency, a lot of um, journalistic regulation so that we
2: always have the right idea as to what's going on. The powers that be love the fact that they can fire both sides up. And I think this is, I think we as a people should- Right, but it's not,
0: it doesn't make it right, though.
2: It's not right. Oh, it does not, but why would they change it? It's just not productive,
1: that's all. It's, It's fine. It's just not productive. And for anybody who wants to get something done or not just get caught up in a- tailspin of, you're wrong, he's an asshole, this happened, oh yeah, well, this happened. You definitely don't want to go get a piece of jewelry, because jewelers are no longer US, the, in the U.S. growing profession they used to be. I think that mental
0: health will become much more of a focus, and as a result, we will not be able to journalistically embellish the way that we can now, nor will we be able to um, create discourse and... Gaslight and do all those. I think eventually, hopefully in our lifetime, that will be made against the
1: law. I hope and all of that's as, true.
0: Yeah, I do too. As far as jewelry, fuck those guys, those expensive motherfuckers.
1: Right. Textile machine workers. Well, you got machines right there in the title. You knew it was coming. Don't look so surprised. Furniture, Enough. finishers. What the hell's a finisher? <laughs> like you do, you take oh. a piece
2: of furniture that you you're like your grandmother used to get. And then oh to redo it and or have it you get a
0: fresh like unsanded thing from Michaels and then you go get have somebody to take care of it
2: right this oh, one I'm you. glad I is actually going to die know. Jews yeah, don't do that so it's cool
1: <laughs> It was unclear to me door to door salespeople correct that's already
0: a thing in the past thank I haven't God. had
1: a no I mean except for w- windows and
0: siding but they're they're sneaky in the way that they're Ugh. like We're super in the dangerous. neighborhood. Yeah.
1: Right, We're already doing three homes in your neighborhood. Would you like to yeah. switch your pest control technician? Yeah. Uh, my dogs are going to kill you. Keep walking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like 100 degrees. They have young kids from college break sweating their balls off in khakis and a collared Awful. shirt. And like, look, I'm sure you're part of a religious cult, too. Just keep walking. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I'm just out. Just
0: fuck off while you Check still Check the mezuzah
1: and keep walking. Mm-hmm. What's next? Is that it? Print-binding finishing workers. Uh, Is that books? Yes. That's what what Kinko's does now. If you have all this stuff and you want a book finished or bound or –
2: Yeah, but most people are reading books online now. Everything is read read through a tablet or your computer or even on your phone now. Correct.
1: What's next? Oh, detective. John, that was going to be my backup career.
2: See, that now you have surveillance and cameras and spyware and DNA and all this other stuff. So it makes it easier to solve crimes – and like
1: those doorbells with I got a cameras? Question.
2: I got a question for you because I really haven't followed this, but I wanted to. The guy from Empire, Jesse, what's his name? Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Yes. I haven't heard anything more about that because now all of a sudden, like, that really dropped off. Like, I think there's shenanigans going on there. Like, I don't think w- what happened is what he said there's happened. Never sent-
0: Why would you say that?
2: Why? Well, because due to all the surveillance cameras and what he told the police, they can't find the attack on the surveillance cameras where the attack should have taken place. And number two, the police wanted his phone, and he won't turn over his phone. So it sounds like... Why would he, they need his phone, though? I don't know. And why that. would he
1: lie about being attacked?
2: Well, yeah. it's not, he was attacked, but I don't know if he was attacked by a magna hat wearing somebody that said this is Trump's... I think there might have been a little something-something going on there. He was trying to protect somebody that attacked him. I don't know. I'm the going to believe
1: the attacker until an investigation... Yeah. I'm going to give credibility where mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. otherwise.
2: Yeah, credit. well, it all of a sudden it just it just stopped. Like in other words, it just dropped off. Usually when something like this happens and it's true, people sink their teeth into it. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, there's no real evidence and all this and everybody's like back slowly backing out of the room about this whole story. I
1: think our Twitter feeds are very different. Mine were filled with people who were filling it with love and support for him and yours were filled with people going, really? Did this really yeah. happen? Like we yeah. have a very different worldview. My
2: understanding was that they have an investigation and they're working on it. Well, I'm so glad you think that I do everything through Twitter because I don't. What I'm saying is no, I Facebook. actually, I looked at the story, the news story as it came out and I'm seeing that there's not a whole lot of evidence. And then police are saying that they, through surveillance, that they can't find where this attack took place. And then, his story's not adding up. He walked past the, he went in the lobby, then forty five minutes later he came back down out of the lobby. It's just his story's not adding up. That hasn't anything okay, to well, do with Twitter or Facebook or any of that stuff. It's right. Because, but like, listening
1: to what you said before, I don't really believe a lot of what I see in print because I don't know what side or who's saying what. Or yeah, I would love to eventually hear the story when it's on Netflix as a true crime, which is where I get all of my when it's solid the fire information. Festival, call me. Yeah, when it hits Netflix, Stu and I are in like Flynn. But until then, I hope we don't need a routine architect because that career is in the shitter as well.
2: You don't have to because everything is, print, everything is done online and you can, you know, you can do everything. You just basically tell them what you want and it does it for you. It's like, remember when you used to go into a, like a Home Depot or Lowe's and say, I want cabinets and you would bring in your measurements and they would just make your kitchen.
1: I know. It was gorgeous. Isn't that beautiful? Don't yes. you just want to steal that? And I love that. The next one, John, I want you to read because it scares the shit out of me.
2: Uh-oh. Even primary care physicians. And this is why I just saw this why the other day. Why does scare you? Because, They're
1: shitty, most of them. Hey. I, I disagree. Sorry. Then you need a new doctor.
2: So most people here's, do. here's my issue because I wanted to get an appointment to go see a doctor. So because I have just want to have some things checked out. And it's like three weeks to get an appointment. And I'm like, holy cow.
0: Now, see, I have the opposite problem. I get one sooner, but only with a physician's assistant who can only treat one thing at a time. So if you have something with your nose, something with your foot, and something with your elbow, you have three separate appointments. (gasps) Really? They can only do one thing at a time. You have to go for the thing that hurts the most and then make a follow-up appointment to look at the other shit.
2: And see, this is why, to be honest with you, this kind of nonsense is why this kind of care is happening because what they're doing now is they're going to have online care where you go in. I you want tell Hero his, 6. You go online. A doctor comes online. You tell him what's going on and then he orders some tests right from there or diagnoses and gives you prescriptions they or whatever. You reach
0: the computer, prick your finger,
1: <laughs> give you the... I want a doctor to lay hands on me and it's not because I'm neglected because I tell you I'm not.
2: No. It's not Don't you have I'm a not. doctor lay his hands on you a little too often?
1: Um. He would like it too often, but I have it just often enough. (laughs) I have it the perfect amount of times. Uh, Yeah, I think it's crazy to think, you know, so I I am, as we've discussed, I am married to a physician and people call all the time to say blah, 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 blah over the phone. And is it this? Is it that? A doctor, unless he can see you and touch you and feel a texture or see with his eye, not on a screen, which I don't know is sketchy at best. I I only would feel comfortable going into a doctor and having someone touch me. And-
0: True, but also besides the fact that it's not happening as often as one would like, it's also not really time effective. Like I have a rash on my face, like I could have just Skyped to
2: the dermatologist and had her tell me what it is. Like you don't need to touch my face. I'm not sure of that, but here's one thing. Like say you have I don't want to say the flu, but let's just say you have an upper respiratory in- infection where oh, yeah. you have don't running a fever, public. you're coughing up phlegm and stuff like that. Yeah. So you come in, and, and let's say I don't have insurance, okay? so And this, is, this happened to me like two years ago. I didn't have insurance. I had the chills, shakes. I was running a fever. I drive there, $90. They didn't even take my temperature. He looked at my glands. He says, oh, yeah, you're swollen everything. Here, here's a prescription for uh, therapy, flu, and uh, antibiotics.
1: Mm -hmm. antibiotics theraflu it's too late for that but um z-pack would be helpful
2: right and then off you go so it was 90 (sighs) dollars for him to just feel my throat and never even took my time i said you're not even taking my temperature oh i I can tell you have a fever i can tell you you're clammy
1: as fuck john he knows you are clammy as fuck you know i'm very grateful that actually my child's
2: physician and care is so much better than my own but for 90 fucking dollars take a goddamn thermometer out and put it i don't care if you jam it up my ass I wanted my temperature taken care. for $90, okay? For $90, I want to know exactly what fever I have. Now, I'm not saying everybody's that way. So then I had to go to the, then I go to the pharmacy because they wrote me a prescription. And I got a pack, And I, they told me how much Theraflu was. And I said, I would rather die than pay. It was like $300, <laughs> okay? And then so I got so to you don't see z pack, yeah. And then so it was like $180 for me when it really didn't have to be that. It could have been just the... I don't know. It just seems to me that something like that could be basically diagnosed over the phone or through a chat. I could take my own thermometer and say, "Look, doc, here it's this. This is." I a mean, there's theory. a
1: degree of saying, "Are you coughing? I've had a cough for three weeks. Are, are you getting anything up with it?" Yes. What color is it? It's, it's uh, green. Yeah. Okay. So this is. Oh. What, but the issue with Jessica's rash and the issue issue with issue with whatever. Issue. E- God bless you. With whatever infection they're fighting, they need to They need to scrape your throat. They need to see what it is that they're diagnosing because there are different antibiotics for different ailments. And if they give you the wrong one, A, you're not going to get better. And I might have a relative that we're not discussing who had so many doctors just give them a prescription for antibiotics. They have completely developed a condition that is you can't fight with antibiotics. And it's this person's own fault. Hold on. For who, constantly. Who do you know like that? She's a relative. I have, a relative,
0: I have con- a relative.
1: For constantly, constantly. And you know what? When you are such a pain in the ass to a doctor constantly and consistently, they, they'll just give you a script after a while. Is that good doctoring? <clears throat> no. But because they did. Now this person has constant pain that will never be fought because it's, deve- it's got a suit of armor on it that she can't fight. Oop, I gave a pronoun.
2: There's a lot of really good doctors out there. And then there's some really crappy doctors out there. The Agreed. Pro- the problem is, you know what the crappy doctors are called? Doctor. doctor. Right. So you really <laughs> have to. Earth.
1: That's Stuart's joke. What do, you, what do you call the person who finishes last in your medical school class?
2: Doctor. Doctor. Right. So again, you have to do your due diligence. That's you have to creepy. find a good That's doctor. Creepy. Don't yeah. say it then, quiet you know, so, like
0: that because it's creepy. Isn't it? When you go, Doctor. <laughs> doctor.
2: Right. <laughs> That's like Isaac with his crunchy boogers exactly. Did I tell you yeah. that story? No, Did please I? Crunchy boogers no. You know, I
0: was, love a good booger he story He his finger cool. up his nose right before bed And I was like, what are you doing? He goes, I love crunchy boogers And I was like, where are you putting those? Everywhere <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great
1: You better go check the uh, headboard in his I mean, room. I think he, he was just stronger. trying to be creepy Ugh.
0: But he, was, he succeeded I was like, great Thanks
1: so that whisper. We've talked about that whisper f- before with with how creepy I find it and how you used to listen to a podcast of whispers. I never listened to shit. I was shit. at the orthodontist. Like I was at the orthodontist. Not that, you remember my cracking gum story. I was there again and the girls were looking at me and there there are four chairs and they're back to back. So I'm pretty much sitting with my ear next to somebody else's ear behind me and this mother and her son were we're talking in a whisper about the gigabytes on his computer and on his phone and how his phone can hold. and I'm like, shut the fuck up right now. Is a waiting room. Like a library. You have to be stealthy, quiet. What are the rules of like a waiting room?
2: Yeah. Don't say anything. I made a joke one time cause it was on TV and it was a really funny joke and it was oh. crickets. And, and I looked I, I went, wow, tough room. So yeah, you don't, really talked
1: in a waiting room. Yeah, you did that? Yeah, I
2: was in a waiting room and something that was on TV or something. And I made a joke and it was a funny joke. And, uh, they just looked at me. Now I know if I did that somewhere else, I would've got a laugh, but in the,
1: probably anywhere else.
2: Yeah. But in the waiting room, they all looked at me like almost horrified.
1: Because there's something I didn't read when I signed up for going to this physician or to my, is there, is it written somewhere? Like, be quiet, because that woman cracked her gum. This kid is whispering in my ear and I wanted to throttle him, not to mention the other child when he finally left who was watching TV over my shoulder while chewing gum. So I smelled her gum and then, I only had to look slightly over my shoulder, and there's her face right there. And I just looked right at her, and Ethan laughed his ass off. He's like, what did you just Yikes. do to her? I said, well, why is she literally in my literally. physical space? So I I did not read the handbook of how to behave in a waiting room.
2: Can I ask a question? Could you have moved away?
1: I could have moved, but I was watching <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> I was watching Fucking what priorities. she tried to watch over my shoulder. I was watching <laughs>
2: Uh, if you're watching Elle, Ellen, you deserve everything you got. That's what? the way I look at it.
1: Oh, she t- you don't it like a her? cute show. I'm only
2: kidding. No, she's fine. She's actually, I, I do like the, I don't see, don't. I, I don't watch it that much, but uh, I watch like I the either. clips. I love it when she scares people when that guy jumps out of that thing.
1: I agree. I yeah, love it. Yeah, that's what it was. Now, that's I, exactly what it was. It was a recap of like the year.
2: She does a great job know. on her talk show. I think she does it. Well, because her job. whole thing is being nice. How can I mean, you does. hate that?
1: She did say several times in that one episode, because I only see it in that exact office. Um, you guys love me. Like, she just kept saying that. Oh, you guys love me so much. And then they would cheer. And I thought, uh, maybe okay. things are tough. With I don't know. Right really...
2: now. How are they? No, yeah, she needed she it. Are saying she needed that? it? Or she's trying to stick <laughs> <it> to <Porsche. laughs>
1: Okay. I don't think I think they're fine. I hope they're fine. But, yeah, I thought I must have not read the in the agreement, you know, when, when I wrote that huge check at the beginning for their braces, I must not have read the fine print where it says, sit quietly, do not look around, do not make eye contact, and, you know, be, what just, would be, be as quiet as you can. What would be worse?
2: What would be worse if they whispered like that or just talked in a normal voice? Would you want to just talk? It would have been fine. I want you to just talk. It well, wouldn't be a okay. show.
1: Yeah, because. What would be the point? <laughs> then they it just, like the whispering, like, that's the point. It was like. Nails on a yeah. chalkboard for me. It was terrible. It was really terrible. So it's, it was a joke initially that my father-in-law always used to say, I've got a guy for that. He's, he'll say, the, the fence is mm-hmm. broken. I've got a guy for that. He always had a guy for that. And I, I loved that he had a guy for that because I really feel like it's important to know that you don't yeah. need to know everything. You don't, you don't need to have all the answers. And I think with age and maturity. Yeah, you're attributing it to the wrong thing, though. But with age and maturity should come like a cachet no, that's of friends. No, they're not
0: friends. My father also has a guy for that. You know why? Because Jews can't fix shit. The only Jewish carpenter is Jesus. There's a reason for that. Because none of them know how to fix anything. My, gra- my husband's grandfather was a plumber. So Scott sometimes knows how to fix the plumbing and sometimes know how to, knows how to fuck it up real good. So I think Jews always got a guy for that. Like my dad had a guy for his cars and he had a guy to clean the suits and he had – yeah, they just have a guy because they don't do diddles. They do what they do and that's it. That's all they should
1: do. Right. We have a guy for finance, a guy for building shit, a guy guy, for cars, a guy for – car wash guy. The same way. People – People use Stewart as their guy for medicine sometimes. You know, he's somebody's guy. If you say you have a lump, you don't say, I got a guy for that. You say, go to Dr. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got a I, guy for that. I got a for guy, that. For, that. A got a guy for that. I got a guy who knits hats. <laughs> that's you. That's
1: me. I got a guy that's who's me. an editor, and oh, I got a guy. guy who
0: knits hats and scarves. I got all the guys.
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous. You got the guys.
2: So the other day I woke up, and it was like 50 degrees inside the house. And I realized that my heater hadn't been working oh. for three days. Shit. And it was really, really cold outside. So I said, hmm. And the, where I am, I rent this house from my uncle, who's 86 years old. And if I tell him that there's something wrong with the house, he comes over with the tools. I'm afraid he's going to kill himself here. So I don't want to say anything. So I call my cousin Jimmy up, and he's like, okay, I'll be over. But meanwhile, I'm like, I'm not a heater guy. So, but I know some things. I know a few things. A little things. bit about a little bit. So what your first thing you do is you, yeah. So the first thing you do you is you go down yeah. there and you watch, you look for a reset button. And you hit the reset button. So I go and I hit the reset button and it starts up and I was like, oh, okay. So it ran for a little while and it shut off. I was like, oh, that's not good. So then I go upstairs and I look and the, the thermostat is, is electronic and I look and it's blank. And I'm like, well, that can't be good. So then I take the thermostat off the wall and I look Sorry, at it. Battery. And of course, what I do is I blow in the back of it because you blow on the connections to make sure that you're, they're clean. And I moved it in and out a few times. And guess what? All of a sudden it popped on. I was like, oh, look at that. And I fixed my heater. So, so what you sometimes you do is you have to be able to just think about how things work, and then just kind of troubleshoot them mm-hmm. a little bit. But I think you should. I think that's. I know, I got a guy is a great thing, but I do believe that you should know a little bit about everything. Because you're not.
1: Are a you Jew. writing a book called "Be Your Own Guy," John? Yes,
2: be your own guy. Absolutely, be your own guy. Guy for that. Right. I remember the other day. Well, I'm sorry, the other day two years ago. Uh, I got, I came into the house, the house, I, and I go to light the stove and I smell gas. And you know what I said? You know what? Maybe I shouldn't. I should not turn the stove on if I smell gas. You know, and sure enough, there was a crack in the hose for the burners. And if I would have turned on the gas, I'd have had a big giant fire. You know, fire. John,
0: Jews do know just enough to fuck it up big time. Then they got to
1: call the guy. To fuck it up more. Like, Stuart always, always, Stewart always wants to open a restaurant, right? He has this dream to be Norm from Cheers and to go into a place that he owns and, and to eat and drink for free. Meanwhile, our family is going into poverty because he invested or he's he owns a restaurant and knows nothing about the restaurant industry. But we've got a guy. His name is Rusty. He's a dear friend of ours. And every time I see Stuart have a sparkle in his eye about opening a rib shack, a barbecue place, a bagel shop, a bakery, whenever he gets that glint in his eye, I call Rusty. And Rusty comes out with his gorgeous daughter and beautiful wife, and we sit down and have dinner, and he says, so, Stu, what, uh, what's going on? And then Stuart looks at me and says, she ratted me out, didn't she? And he says, yeah, let's talk about it, because he's our finance. He's a dear friend who's at JDMBA who's going to say, are you out of your fucking mind? Like... Stop, you have no, here's what it takes to do this. And he'll go down the list. Stuart's dreams are shattered after that. But we, I've got a guy for keeping Stuart on a leash about opening a restaurant or getting too ambitious or invest in yourself. You are the best thing and he does and he's amazing. But when you start to talk about investing in restaurants and stay in your lane, buddy, and my guy for finance helps him stay in his lane. Thank you, Rusty. Have you
0: heard Dane Cook stand up? A long have time you ago. that you're out of your fucking mind bit? So Dane Cook, there's this one bit where he goes, he just wants to go up to, he, he said he's always waiting for the right opportunity to be like, are you out of your fucking mind? You really are. You really are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> and like when he says it, like since I've heard that, and he just goes on about it for a little, he's like, imagine what would have to happen for you to be looking at someone and go, you really are out of your fucking mind. And so he's like trying to create drama. But I thought this weekend, actually, I thought... Oh my gosh, she really is out of her fucking mind. i kept saying it over and over and over and you just did it too. It's like the ultimate thing is when you can look at someone and be like, you really are out of your fucking
1: mind. You're out of your fucking mind. It does feel yeah. good. Yeah. He's right. It does feel good to say because it's
2: because so you think people You're have right. a degree
1: of reason, right? They have a degree of reason or like that. this, they would never say that because they have enough sense to, oh, he said it or she said it. You are really you out are of your out fucking of your mind? mind? <laughs> How? You guys should hear. I love it. I, I love, it it. I love that it. that's it's really funny. Uh, if it's not on Netflix no, girl, or Hulu or Amazon or Prime.
2: All right. So last podcast, we've talked about your heartthrob, oh, yes. Rob Lowe. Mm-hmm. And he got himself in trouble mm-hmm. on Twitter because Elizabeth Warren announced that she's running for president. And he wrote a tweet. Elizabeth Warren think? would bring a whole new meaning to commander and chief. Chief is in quotation marks because she said... Martially. She said she was partially uh, a Native, Native American. American, and she took a test, and she found out that she's like one 1,024th 1, American Indian. And it became a whole thing because even the American Indians said, well, you know, it's not really whatever. But again, on her, in her defense, her parents told her her whole life that, you know, this was the story, and she believed the story. And then what happened was when she took the test, because no one takes a test— Thinking the, they're
1: going to be proven wrong right,
2: exactly so she knew that this was so that to me the fact that she took a test meant she really believed it so i'll give her that okay so then he caught all kinds of crap for that because of what he said so then he wrote another one another tweet says i deleted my elizabeth warren tweet it was a joke some peeps got upset and it was never my intention on the good side i got a uh, I got to use the Oxford comma. All right. So now here's my thing. You're a very big fan of Rob Lowe. He's a heartthrob to you and everything.
1: Did- I'm also a huge fan of the Oxford comma, but okay. go ahead.
2: Okay. So then I found a picture of him sitting there with his arm around Sarah Huckabee Sanders with a big smile on her face. Does that tarnish, does that take the shine off the Rob Lowe I
1: want to know the story behind that picture because I did just throw up a little in my mouth because as you both know, I think she is Satan. Who is Satan? (laughs) So, oh yeah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is Satan. It it's really not my opinion. Kind of like the Rush thing. It's fact. I mean, it's not really a thought. It's fact. But. I, I want to know the story behind it. Is, did he have a bet that he could get as close to Satan as possible without catching on fire? Let me take a picture of it for proof. I want to know the story. But yes, it does take a little bit of the shine off that. I want to know the story. Hi, Melissa. This is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She is Satan. She she is Satan. I, like you, also wanted to bet a, a Rob Lowe when I was 16 years old. Hmm. So I couldn't wait to get my picture with him. Ha ha ha. I have my picture with Rob Lowe. You don't. <sighs> <Ugh. laughs> She's just, she just upsets me so much. I, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to.
2: Did you guys watch the Grammys last night? No. We're no. too old. I can't My believe... Kid- I, yeah, I'm so old now that I have no idea who yeah, these people same. are. There's a guy named Post Malone that looks like he fell asleep and everybody got markers out and drove yeah. all over his face. He's got tattoos all over his face. I just don't get it. There was a woman sitting there in the audience... With a hat on, which was just a piece of white cardboard with a hole cut out where she put it on the side of her head. And I thought to myself, you know what that is? That's a record album, like a protector, you know, like an album or a record protector for an album. If you put that on your head, that's what it looked like. And I was like, my God, with the fashion. Well, that at
1: think. the Grammys, that's appropriate.
2: I guess it is. My,
1: my kids are away. They're in Washington, D.C. right now. Today, they are lobbying Congress. Um, and my brother wrote me and he said uh for what soda to be sold at school and he's kind of mocking me a little and and i said no just the ability to be able to go there and not get gunned down like just just the simple things in life but i i wonder if if how well, but- their day is going it's going to snow on them and they're going to walk into their representative's offices and their i mean
2: yeah because all everybody I could do who is- goes to washington gets gunned down so I don't understand No, I that. mean in their
1: school. No, oh. in their school. Like oh, to, sell, to sell candy in school? No, just to be able to go there to their school and not get yeah, mowed safety, down.
2: School safety. I agree with that, that. So anyhow, one of the things about the Grammys was they had the commercial for Aladdin. And Will Smith <laughs> is now the genie. And the picture of him is amazing. He's 100% blue. He looks like a grape with a tiny little tuff of hair on his head. And I thought to myself, would Smurfs be upset for this blue face? And is he actually getting made up in blue like this?
0: If blackface is not okay, blueface should not be okay. That said, he looks just like the cartoon character, so it's hard to be upset.
2: There's a lot of makeup going on there. I, I mean, is he going to be... Does he have to be blue from the waist up every yeah. day for this?
1: Is it a, is it a musical? Uh, it's probably. Aladdin. I don't yeah. think
2: Aladdin's a musical
1: yeah Aladdin's a musical is he, is, is ha, real? yeah, it's really Smith singing I mean not? more yeah. than Summertime Summer, okay
2: yeah. <laughs> summertime. I'll sure on the soundtrack and here's a story about a guy that's stuck in a lamp and he goes
1: <laughs> what, what song is that I don't know that one he's making Aladdin out of out of parents just don't oh, understand I, just
0: sit right there I'll tell you how it became the, something of Prince of Bel-Air
1: da, 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 Prince of Bel-Air Prince
0: of this lamp da, 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 like, that's funny you got me.
1: So Mallory's favorite show is is Wicked, and they paint that girl in green, like like head to toe in green, and that uh, you could watch it on YouTube to see how long it takes. You could probably watch the painting of Will Smith as well.
2: I got to t- tell you something about Will. Will's in his 50s. I think he's my age, and uh, he's pretty buff in this picture. I mean, he's been working out. The boy been working out. He's got delts and lats and...
1: So earlier in this podcast, you said to me, Melissa, after forty, things are supposed to droop and are supposed to you look like. Is that. he just this weird, this weird genetic anomaly, or
2: the man? Why
1: can't after forty, can't we all look like that for trying and not eating dessert?
2: Well, I'm just telling you something right now. He didn't get. He didn't start looking like that just from not eating dessert. The man is probably, uh, you know, eating a lot of protein. He's on a, a regimen of. Lifting weight and uh, you know and cutting weight and so he 's done a lot to do this i 'm not saying you can 't look that way i 'm just saying that when you get on a scale that 's not the tell all be all i 'm sure he 's put on twenty twenty five pounds of muscle, so if he got on a scale he wouldn 't be eating dessert, but meanwhile he 's all ripped and cut i don 't think that they there's no, that can 't be done by a computer
1: no 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 isn 't it the live show isn 't it the um it's not cartoony. It's people. Well, it's him. Right. And he had, he had to him. shave
2: his head for this, I would imagine.
1: Shaved his so head for it? Could, that they could cover.
2: Yeah. I don't think that's – he had to shave I his mean, head.
1: No, I
0: mean – No, you are a listener, you like should Google cap, this picture. Cap, the bald cap
1: or whatever. No? I guess. You should Google this picture of Will Smith as the genie. It's kind of disturbing. I saw it last night before bed and I had some weird dreams.
2: I had weird dreams. Really oh. weird dreams. Do tell. What were these weird dreams about? Were you attacked they by a grape?
1: They weren't good. Um, I, I want the dear listener to know, if you find a lump on your body, go to a doctor. There are people that are specialists for what things. What makes you think you, they don't? If you...
2: Well, don't. you said,
1: I have a lump. and
2: I got lumps all over know. my body.
0: I said, if I did, I'd have to only go for one thing at a time, because I have to see a physician's assistant. It's annoying.
1: So... Can you request to see a doctor? Yes. Or do they roll their I eyes, guess, but it,
0: I mean it takes longer, like he said, it takes a little longer, but yeah, you can wait for a doctor's yes, appointment, but it's weeks. a couple of weeks. If it's cancer, it's just going to grow. So do you
1: <sighs> So do you think going to Sorry. oh good god. So do you think going to like an urgent care center is is the answer to that if you want to be seen immediately?
2: Well, okay, so here's the thing with my experience with urgent care. I didn't have very good experience. Now, I'm just going to tell you, around here, you can't swing a dead cat without yeah, hitting one.
1: same. Right.
2: So they're all over the place and I had an ear infection and I went in there and they gave me drops and I said, usually when I have this ear infection, because I've had it several times, they give me antibiotics and they go, no, you don't need antibiotics, just put these eardrops in. So I said, okay. Mm-hmm. This was on like a Saturday because I always get sick on a Friday and it's Saturday, it's always worse and there's no doctors. So I tried urgent care. By Monday... I, my ear was so infected and so closed up that they, they couldn't even see in it. I, went to the, I had to go to the emergency room. I thought my head was going to explode. They put me on a morphine drip for the pain, and mm. they, had to take, they couldn't even see in it. They had to take a, a piece of, a, they call it a wick, and push a wick in there, and they put me on IV, IV antibiotics. Hmm. And they said I should have been on antibiotics immediately.
1: So at what point do we tell our doctors we know our bodies better? My friend Felicia's knee went out and her like patella was on the side of her leg. She's like, this happens all the time. It's floaty. It's what I really need is for and they're like, well, we need to go through this process. At what point do we get credibility for knowing our bodies and they get credibility for knowing medicine? Like how, what is the trade-off? Yes, you probably should have gotten antibiotics with your drops as well. Like,
2: yeah. And I even questioned her you know so and then like 2 days later i was at the emergency room in ex- extreme pain so I, again i i don't want to discredit doctors because there are a lot of good doctors out there i could i could have just hit a bad doctor i could have went into the same place the next day and then maybe a different doctor was there and would have done something differently i don't know that but it makes me nervous because what? Am I, what's my recourse now? Because can I go back and say, guess what? I, you know, you didn't Pay really this do anything,
1: because you fucked me.
2: Yeah, basically.
1: So does that build a case for concierge medicine, where which is what a lot of people are doing now? You have a doctor that is your physician that you could call at any time for your three bum bruises, foot, face, rash, twat, whatever it is.
2: Well, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I don't, the twat wouldn't qualify for me, but yes. That being said, I I do think that you know healthcare around here, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better, smarter way. And I think what happens is a lot of times the businesses try to protect their themselves because of how much it costs. You know, they, they and
1: insurance companies. And but so who's in charge of finding that better way? Again, another problem that Brilliant Observations is not going to solve today. Nope. But yes, that uh, nice. that reform on that front would be fantabulous too.
2: I agree. Well, I think we're out of stories.
1: I think we're we're good for today. It's time to wrap it up, slip oh, it, no. rub it down.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Brilliant Observations. If you liked it, or even if you didn't, we can still take it. Send it to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can always find us on facebook twitter and instagram at listen brilliant and you can always see our show notes at brilliantobservations.com. thank you guys so much for listening if you enjoyed the show please feel free to share it with someone so that we have one more listener thank you so much to melissa and john for being hilarious and we'll see you next time bye love
2: you
1: you. bye